everybody. Welcome back to the Chocolate Bar. Our lives, our strength, our time. I'm Bree, and I'm excited to bring you this episode. This is our first official CrossFit Chocolate Barbell. Yay! We've had uh, powerlifters and strongmen and Olympic weightlifters, so we are going to get the 411 on CrossFit from Jade, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. So tell us who you are and what you do. Hey y'all, my name is Jade Clemens. I live in Sherwood, Arkansas, which is a suburb of Little Rock. It's about, I'm about 10 miles, 10 minutes outside of Little Rock. I am a single mother. I have three children, 22, 18, and 14. I am a CrossFit coach, full-time CrossFit coach and personal trainer. Yay. And we're going to get back to this um, children thing because you literally look like you're 14. So I, I feel like that might be, I feel like that might be fake news, but we'll Black get into crack. that in a second. Listen, <laughs> listen, I mean, my face right now was like, wait, what did she say? Yes, I'm 41. <laughs> I'll be 42 in February. Girl, what? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. So we'll be talking about skincare as well. Um, So that is awesome. So, uh, you know, like I said, um, you know, one of the whole sort of reasons I wanted to do this podcast was to really elevate the voices of black women doing these string sports because a lot of times yes. people you know the face of a lot of these sports look all the same yes. um, not like us and so when I find badass women doing these things I absolutely want to share them with the world so talk to us a little bit about how you found CrossFit or as I like to say did it find you it found me so I've been into fitness since oh gosh about 2005 Mm-hmm. And I, after my last child, and I yo-yoed up and down for three years, mm-hmm. losing weight, just doing the basic, you know, going to the gym, treadmill, you know, stairmaster, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, the yo-yoing comes from boredom and monotony right. with right. what you're doing. Um, then I switched to, and I found Beachbody, you know, Shanti ah, and Sanity. Yep, yep. Yes. And in there. <laughs> when I really, really got into it, I was a su- successful Beachbody coach for about seven years mm-hmm. um, and just completely fell out of love with it. Right. Um, I just, I, I, be- I became emotionally attached to uh, my clients results and having clients all over the country and never mm. rarely being able to interact with them face to face, you know, having it all through Facebook groups and group right. chats and all that. And just, I just never could connect with them. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to, and I was working out alone for the most part, which develops a great sense of discipline. It's, right. It, people really need to be able to do that. Uh, but I got over it and I also grew out of the workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I could do, you know, I did insanity three times. Right. You know? right. <laughs> so it grew out of it. And I, CrossFit found me uh, via Facebook, actually, a girl that I did Beachbody with mm-hmm. linked me to, well, linked a guy to me for something that wasn't even workout related. It was he was throwing a fundraiser for a mutual friend of ours mm. who had Lyme disease mm-hmm. and he wanted people to come to this event. And so she reached out to, she, she let him know how hey, you need to hit up Jade. Right. Jade can get people to come to stuff, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I met this guy, Greg Hartwick mm-hmm. over Facebook and he wanted to talk to me about this event. And I was like, okay, sure. And you know, we can talk. He wanted me to call him. So, you know, me, you know, you know how we do before we call right. somebody. I looked him up. I stalked Look, him on Facebook. We need to, we need to vet people. Yes. <laughs> and so, and the, the wonderful thing about his Facebook and Instagram account is that he was showing 
what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And this was a big guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, big guy, six, six, five, like two forty. Wow, forty years old doing CrossFit and doing everything. Right. And my mouth just dropped because I had always heard, mm-hmm. you know, about CrossFit. It's, you know, all this crazy stuff, but it's, you know, it's, it's more for smaller athletes right. the young and the younger crowd. Right. It's and dangerous. Yes. I'm watching him. <laughs> I'm like, look, this guy, he's a year older than me right. doing all of this. And, and then, you know, he, he posts his wife and I'm looking at her and he's got tons of posts and videos. And I'm looking, I'm like, uh-uh. Okay, whatever these people are doing, <laughs> I need it. <laughs> I need to try and I need to do it because if he can do it, I can do it. And so, mm-hmm. you know, like like for us, like black women, representation matters. Absolutely. And so it's the same thing for the age group when it comes to fitness. Yep. Yep. And so that opened my mind to, you know, doing it. Mm-hmm. And so we got to talking on the phone about this event and I asked him, started asking him about CrossFit and he invited me to a workout mm-hmm. and I had looked into maybe going to a workout before at the CrossFit gym that's five minutes from my house. Right. Uh, but it was $15 to drop in and I didn't know anybody there and I was like, I'm not paying $15 to find right. out find out that I don't like this. And he told right. me, oh no, you don't have to pay, just come. And I'm like, what? I can work out for free? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm there. I'm there. So I went and I just knew because I'm already fit, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm already fit that I was just gonna have a good time and see what happens. And now once I do it, I can really talk about it. I can dog it after I right, do it. Right, right, right. I went and you walk in, Brie, you walk yep. in and somebody comes right up to you and says, hey, I'm such and such. And it was right. Arturo. And yep. it was a brown guy. It was a mm-hmm. Mexican. I'm talking mm-hmm. about a dark skinned Mexican. He's right, brown, right, right. brown. And he has this infant, this one month old baby attached to his body. And he's like, hey, I'm Arturo. They call me Ar. I'm your coach. And I'm like, shut up. There's a brown guy here. Okay. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you never saw any people of color. I did it anyway. Right. Doing right. it. And I'm right, like, right. okay. And then people are talking to each other. And people are coming up to me and talking to me and asking me questions. And at first I was like, are they just doing this to, to you know, be you. nice? Yeah. yeah. Or this is just how they, I didn't, I, I didn't get it. Cause you know, when you go to the gym, people don't talk to you. Right. You know? Right. And we did the workout and I'll never forget it. And I died and I was the last <laughs> one. Everybody was done and they were not waiting on me, but supporting me. Like they right. were there for right. me, talking me through it, uh, telling me how to breathe, you know, mm-hmm. pumping mm-hmm. me up. And I'm like, okay. And I was dead when I got yeah. down. And I remember Arturo coming to me as I was leaving. And he was like, you coming back? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm coming back. He was like, <laughs> I'm dead. Like, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, he didn't believe me. He didn't believe me because I, I died so hard. Like, it right. was, it was a piece of my soul was taken. <laughs> and he looked at me like, uh, and he was like, you really coming back? And I was like, I'm coming back. Right. And from then, and, you know, they let me work out a free a whole uh-huh. week without yeah. you know, paying. Yep. And I've been in it knee deep since then and it's wow. literally the, for me the best form of fitness I've, I've ever done you know that's i've done a lot awesome. of stuff and i love it so yeah, yeah that's the long story yeah. <laughs> of how that's it awesome found me. yeah and you know it's i mean I, I i call myself the occasional crossfitter um yeah and i think that sense of community is one of the things that i love so much about it right oh my um, goodness because it's i do you know and like you said you know i i train solo 99% of the time but that one day of the week I get to go and just like get hype and like you know cheer people on and it, it's just it's the best feeling it's like the best of both worlds to me yeah um so that's that's fantastic so prior to CrossFit um and you mentioned that you had been in fitness for you know a while or whatever like 
when you were coming up, like what was your, um, were you athletic as a kid? Like what was your, how would you describe your relationship with like your body and your self image growing up prior to? Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I would not describe myself as naturally athletic. I was Mm -hmm. forced into sports because Mm -hmm. I was so tall. Mm, Okay. I'm 5'11 and I stopped growing at 13. Oh, wow. Okay. So even before that, I was tall. So I was, yeah. I wanted to be the cheerleader. I right, wanted to go right, to college right. and be the cheerleader. I just, that, that's, I wanted to dance and be a cheerleader. Right, right. That's what I wanted to do. And I was literally made to play basketball. Mm. I, I, I didn't think I had a choice in, uh-huh. junior, in junior high school, what they call right. now middle school. But right. uh, the coach, I mean, I was scared of her. She was like, oh, they, they probably saw you. She were was like, oh yeah, we about to get you. She was a five, <laughs> like she was like five, two at the, at, at most. Coach wow. Jones, she was, yeah, she was made, and she was a pit bull, and I was scared of her, mm-hmm. and she told me I had to play, and I was like, okay, and not only <laughs> could you play one sport, you had to play two, so it made me run track, and wow. I mean, I did like it, but yeah. I don't, I would never describe myself as actually, naturally athletic, I right. am coachable, and okay. I, okay. yes, and I consider myself a good learner, Yeah. Um. so that's yeah. what it is, but, but yeah, body image, I always, I didn't have a great body image, because I was so different I was right I mean like I said I was tall I was really tall and lanky mm-hmm. and not only was I tall my limbs are like I have the wingspan of a man who's like six five six six girl sometimes and I have to tell you sometimes like I'll watch you like if you're doing a squat or something and I feel like it'd be taking like 95 minutes girl, for you to get down girl and <laughs> her legs are long as shit girl <laughs> like when I see a short girl or even an average size girl squat right, I right. just look and she ain't even got to say nothing. I'm like, shut look, up. Shut look, up. Like, it, it takes me two seconds to get to the ground, okay? I'm like 5'3". <laughs> and then imagine the coming back up. Because, you know, in CrossFit, we have yeah. to squat below parallel. Yep, yep, yep. And so, yep. oh, my screen just went out. Okay, there it is. Um, we have to squat below parallel. And the coming out of it, oh, that mm-hmm. feel, feels like. And my coach would be like, oh, that was so quick. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I do. I give y'all Dang. tall folks much respect. It, with, oh, with it's hard. Squatting and wall balls and stuff like that. Cause I'm just like, that's a lot of, of ground to cover. <laughs> it is. Thank you for noticing. But yes. Um, thank you for that. Cause yes, it's so much harder, mm-hmm, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, my body image, you know what? And I was skinny. I was yeah. super skinny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah, I didn't have a great body image, but I, was in love with myself mm, <laughs> because of because of my mother always told me all the time that I was the prettiest girl ever in the world. Like I believed it. Like oh. do you know how you, so do you know how when you tell little girls all the time, oh you're so pretty, you're so pretty and the little girl's like three and she'll be like, I know. You know, exactly. it's not that she's conceited. She right. really believes that right so growing up oh and I had buck teeth and my teeth were already huge but I had mm-hmm, a big gap mm-hmm. in my teeth I had buck teeth I had super thick eyebrows and I mm-hmm. was always made fun of I was bullied I was made fun of uh and my the way I talk mm-hmm, uh, so mm-hmm. you know between you know my the way my body looked right uh, my buck teeth my gap right. my the my voice I was totally made fun of but it never really, really, I mean, it bothered me a little bit, but I always thought something's wrong with them. If they don't oh. see what I see. Yeah. Something's wrong. So, so I tell so people all the time amazing. when they have little girls, tell her she needs to grow up with this belief in her mind. She's super pretty. She's super smart. All yeah. that. And we, you know, we do that, but we don't, 
we don't we, we realize how them. important it is we got to them life into our yes because when they start I mean, going boys to school and girls yeah, yeah. Boy, you're right boys and girls when they start going to school and these other kids start you know trying to flip it on them and right. you know put their ideas of themselves onto our children we need to let right. that not affect them so Oh wow, yeah. that is just it was, that is amazing. Th- that carried me, a, you know, did did what a lot. A smart for me. mom you have, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, she did just, that. She pumped me up like aw. she had. She, I was the shit, and I aw. knew it because of my mama. <laughs> that is fantastic, and I, I, I mean, that's really all I hope for for every little, especially every little black girl, oh that my they gosh. have somebody in their corner just hyping the fuck out of them, you know? Right. I mean? And like, I was also, and I was brown and in the mm-hmm. summer I was real, real mm-hmm. black. So, you know, mm-hmm. back then yep. colorism was worse than it is now. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, you don't, don't well, <laughs> right. I think, I don't think it's worse now. I think that it's because we have the internet. We see yeah. it more. So yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think it's, it's just like racism. Racism isn't any worse. It's exactly. just, we see it it's more, just much more visible. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. We're filming it now. But, right. um, it's so, you know, it, it was in the, in the era of, you know, if you're dark, don't go out and don't yep. be out in the sun. Yeah. Yep. Uh-uh, my mom was like, you get your heads out there. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that. Right, you got right. your summer black on. That's what listen, we call it summer black, and it's, and, and I and I love it. I tan now. People will yeah. be like, "Why do you tan?" And number one, it's to fight against colorism. Right. I'm gonna show. You know, I'm here to you know represent for the fact that being darker is not gonna make me less beautiful. What? That shit is bomb. The darker you are, the leaner you look, the more yep. jacked you look, and your yep. skin. Oh my god! Come on now. Yeah. Girl, girl, <laughs> you got me over here screaming 13 minutes in. I'm like, what? Girl, yes, yes. I receive all of I've that. I've even that thought about going fantastic. to the tanning bed in the winter. I just don't want to. I'm scared to lay in the tanning bed because, you know, uh, yeah, Final no, Destination. No, no. We can't, yeah, nah, sis. We can't. We, uh-uh, nah. Final Destination. I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, but I, I need that even, nice, beautiful cut. Even complexion it. that it gives you. Oh, my god. I love it. I lo- And your skin is absolutely gorgeous. So Thank whatever you. you're doing, keep it up for, for sure. Stop um, wearing makeup. <laughs> for I, I one. That's right. So that's fantastic, though. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I think we all kind of arrive at that point in different ways um, in terms of just being more comfortable with ourselves and learning to love ourselves. So I, yeah. I hear somebody who kind of grew up like that. Like I just, that yeah. just sends chills down my spine. Um, so in light of that, though, how how has CrossFit and what CrossFit has done for you physically, how has that impacted how you see yourself? Oh, that's a, that's another good one. You got these good questions. <laughs> Girl, so, I'm trying, trying to get my mother Oprah on. <laughs> right? So, you know, in the fitness industry, um, having us think less of ourselves mm-hmm. and, and comparing ourselves to uh, this social standard of beauty is what sells right. and, what, and what makes money. Oh, and so, sure. yeah. And so we're always, you know, Women, especially, we're always. I want her body. Ooh, I want her butt. Mm-hmm. I want her ass. I want her, her, her. And like you know, like most women, I was like that too. I wanted it was you know, fitness was about what my body looked like aesthetically. Right. You know right. what I used to run and do nothing. You know, for was, for a couple of years, I did nothing but run, and I mm-hmm. stopped running because it makes your ass flat. <laughs> right. Yes. You yes. know, for, forget that I'm a great runner. My ass, I was flat. Everyone mm-hmm. was like, oh no, I can't mm-hmm. do this. Okay, forget yep. what running's doing for me. This is just, so, and uh, even, you know, with Beachbody, you know, every program I did, it was about, okay, how is this going to change the way my body looks? Right. And it was all about the before and after picture and showing the inches lost and all that. Mm-hmm. CrossFit mm-hmm. took that all away in a yep. very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. I can remember 
being in the gym and doing my maybe push presses. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. It was something overhead. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling Greg, back to Greg, mm-hmm. um, you know, these uh, big muscles here. And I pointed to my traps, mm-hmm. these muscles right here. I was like, I don't, I don't want those to be big. I just, I, <laughs> I can't. Like, I like no, this. I don't, I don't think I want that for me. I was like, I'm already a big girl. And, I, mm-hmm, and he, mm-hmm. he just looked at me like, shut the fuck up and kind of just walked away. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what did I say? You what know, did I what, do? I, what did I do? So, and, and, and I was serious. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to look like a man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, getting into it and doing more and more, you know, learning new things, right. Getting stronger. Mm-hmm. I remember weighing myself mm-hmm. and I have, I had gained 15 pounds mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was devastated. I was running mm-hmm. around to everybody. Did you can't wait? Did you can't wait? Did you can't wait? Did you can't wait? <laughs> oh my God. I gained 15 pounds. So let me tell you about now I'm sitting at like 215. Right. Right. Which of course doesn't look obese on someone who's 5'11". Right. And I'm like, Oh my God. But by then, cause you know, I'm not somebody who weighs herself every day. Yeah. But by then I had, you know, I was into it. I'm like three, three months into it. Right. And I'm like, but I like it, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I, mm-hmm. and so I made that decision. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Fuck what I weigh. I'm doing this. <laughs> this is awesome. And I yes. turned around and I'm not sure how many months it was later, maybe six months later. So, uh, but I weighed myself again mm-hmm. just for the purpose of making my profile so I could get yeah. CrossFit open. Yeah. And I got on the scale and I was 190. Mm-hmm. From 215 mm-hmm. to 190 without I never trying, you know, never like focusing right. on, you know, uh, you know, weight loss. Right. I was like, oh my gosh. And you know, and I always told my clients with Beachbody, trust the process, trust the process. With mm-hmm. CrossFit, this is a different process. You are legitimately yeah. getting strong. And yep. now the focus, back to your question, my focus is not on what my body looks like. Like mm-hmm. before, even with Beachbody at my leanest, at, at 170 pounds, I would right. never work out without my shirt on because my because I had stretch marks on my lower abs, you know, my, right. my body didn't look like these other girls. Right. I would never do that. I was concerned with what my body looks like. Now with CrossFit has taught me and instilled in me, my body does some badass shit. Listen. Fuck what anybody who's looking at me thinks of it. This shit is dope. I will Girl. take my shirt off. I don't care. It could be the first day of my period. <laughs> it don't matter. I could just a, you know, a donut. It yep. don't matter. Yep. I Now my focus is, what can my body do today? Exactly. What can I do today? And exactly. And when you stick with that, when every day you come into the gym and your focus is, what can I do today? What can my mm-hmm. body do today? How hard can I push myself? What can I learn today? And it takes the focus away from the weight and your body starts to become a reflection of yep. what it can do. Yep. And for and that picture is going to look different for every single woman. But mm-hmm. you have to fall in love with the feeling and the empowerment of what your body can do. Like your body is an instrument yep. more what, and, and it's not an ornament. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you know, so, and that's well, what and it the does funny for thing women is, and this was, I think was an aha moment for me. So, you know, like many, many years ago, I kind of started, you know, I was a bodybuilder for a long time and, you know, that's all about aesthetics and this and this and right. that and the other. And I, you know, I had to step away from it for a while to kind of figure my, figure my life out. Cause my, my head was getting fucked up and that's actually how I ended up getting into CrossFit. But long story short, you know, like you talk about, you always had these goals of, I want to look like this. I want that. I want this. I want my body to look like this. The crazy thing was when I started doing CrossFit and just lifting heavy in general and focusing on that and only that. All of that aesthetic stuff started happening anyway. 
without right. me even doing anything. I was like, wait, whose abs are the what right? What striations? What? And I mean, it was crazy because not once did I ever say, okay, today I'm going to work on my abs. It was like, okay, today I got to figure out these fucking thrusters or today I got to figure out how to do these, you know, pull-ups or whatever or get this deadlift up. And all the other stuff just kind of started to happen. And I, I, you know, that's the one thing I wish a lot of women would understand. Like if you stop focusing on the aesthetic and focus on, you know, sort of the strength aspect, typically that aesthetic stuff's going to happen anyway. It totally is. It, it totally is. And I make that a goal for myself. Like yeah. every week, and it's probably even more than every week. It's mm-hmm. literally probably more than that. But it, what needs to happen for me is I need to do something new or yep. do something better. Yep. Every single week. And I don't care if it takes away, if I, if in me trying to do that, I can't do the class wad that day. That's okay. Right. That right. is okay. I do the class wad three days a week. When, right. And when we're deloading, Mm-hmm. Um, because our gym has two sets of programming. We have a strength program, strength uh-huh. set of program, and we have the class wad. I do the strength set every day. Okay. And when we deload, I'll do, I may do CrossFit, you know, five days that week, but you know, in doing the strength, you know, that really gives me the opportunity to be like, what can I do better? Even if I don't lift, lift any more weight, right. hey, can I do, can I make this prettier? You yep. know, can yep. I do this better? And yeah. you know, and I encourage women all the time, people, athletes in general, film yourself. You know, yeah. you don't know what you look like. Film yourself and it gives you a chance to be vulnerable, you know, right. and, and fight against that. You know, my body needs to look like hers and everybody right. else's because on video, you can't hide nothing. It ain't yeah. no, <laughs> yeah, listen, it's, it's, it's no there. turning. It's no, you know, making the right. angles and all yep. that. No, yep. just yep. go for it. It's so empowering for your yep. overall, for your fitness and just for your, your state of mind in general. Right. And to track your progress, you know, I think. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's oh, really for important. sure. Everything. Yeah. And then that's another great thing about CrossFit is that everything is measurable. Mm-hmm. Everything we do can be and definitely should be measured. Right. Everything, even from the number of unbroken wall balls you can do. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I did 30 in a row, I literally stopped. But one of my coaches, uh, he wasn't coaching the class. He was doing the workout with me, Chris. He was right. Uh, he's the white guy in a lot of my videos. You see him in a lot of my mm-hmm. videos. <laughs> he's, uh, he was right next to me and I stopped him like right after the wall balls. I was like, I just did. I stopped and celebrate <laughs> and high five because that right. is important to me, you know, yeah. like that, yep. you know, the celebration of it, you know, hey, just doing anything better, you gotta, anything you clap for your damn self. All, oh, girl, all the time, all Absolutely. the time. So let me let me ask you real quick. Um, So let's just say, for example, there's some, you know, newbies out there who, you know, want to try CrossFit some black women are like, you know, this sounds really cool. I want to try it. Walk us through what their first week of CrossFit would look like. They they come to your gym, you know, maybe they've called ahead and said, hey, I want to stop by, talk to you about CrossFit. They walk in and you walk up to them and say, hey, I'm Jade, your coach. What happens next? Okay. So I'm going to ask them, you know, their fitness background. Right. Um, you say they've never done CrossFit before, but I still want to know, have they mm-hmm. been doing anything? Right. Uh, were they an athlete ever? Mm-hmm. Because that's still in you. Yeah. Even if you were like me, if you were taught to be an athlete, whether you were taught to be an athlete or a natural athlete, that's still in you. Mm-hmm. And I, the first thing I want to do is I want to see them squat. Right. And and that'll tell me a lot, a mm-hmm. lot about where they're at now and what we can do with them that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it can be tweaked and fixed and I can make their corrections real quick and they adapt to it just like that. You know, then we'll move forward from there. But most of the time, a new athlete who's never done CrossFit, we will you know, um, take them through the warm up. Our workouts have 
three parts to them, sometimes mm-hmm. four, but the warm up is a section. Then we have the strength or skill section of the class. Mm-hmm. Then we have the class wad. So I'll take them through that, take them through the warm up. If mm-hmm. they are unable to do certain things, there's a, a scale or modification right. for every everything thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll hook them up with that and we'll move forward. But it'll be a lot of, it'll be very hands-on us watching mm-hmm. everything you do, making sure that whatever scale we have you doing, whatever we have you doing, that you're doing it correctly. And this right. will be different for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, we have people come in, guys who and girls who were, who did power cleans in the locker room in high school, you know, mm. three years ago. And, you know, they think they know how to power clean. And I'm like, right. okay. And I see their power clean. I fix it. And you're like, nah, bruh. Right. <laughs> but a lot of times they have that, their athleticism is so right. good that I can fix them really right. quick. And they right. can, that person can do power cleans in the workout that day, you mm-hmm. know? So it just depends on where they're at, but it will be their first week physically it will be grueling and I'll mm-hmm. let them know that you're going mm-hmm. to be sore after the first day. That does not mean that you should not come back on Tuesday. Right. It's Monday and you come in. If, if you're sore, that is a good thing. You trained right. your muscles correctly. Mm-hmm. We, we hit what we wanted to hit. Right. And that's right. Now we'll also, you know, suggest you, know, you take some protein after you work out. Right. You know, if you need ibuprofen, do right, what you need right, to do. Right. But Prayer. I need, <laughs> right. I need you in here tomorrow because mm-hmm. we need your body to get used to what we're yeah. doing to it. Right. And it won't get used to it if you say, okay, I'm sore. I'm going to wait till I'm not sore to right. go back. That is a right. very common mistake. And I'm all, I make sure I give people, you know, that speech when they first come. Mm-hmm. Your body will not get used to what you're doing if every day feels like day it. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If every yeah. day feels like day one to your body, it, it, you're never going to get anywhere. We need you to get used to this. Right. And so, and it'll be, you know, other than being grueling to your body, you know, and get used to it, it'll be meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Um, getting used to being okay with asking questions right? because these people aren't, even if you go to a class that had that, you know, uh, a circuit training class and stuff, there, it's not a lot of, qu- you know, question asking, am I doing this correctly? Right. How do I do right. this? What about that? What is that? Can I try that? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole bunch of that. So getting them used to, you know, being okay with, you know, asking questions. Uh, so just having them understand that it, this is going to be very different than what anything you've ever done. And I need your mind to be open right. to it. And you need to take this whole week and write down everything you do mm-hmm. and just enjoy it. Do not, and above and be above everything else, do not for one second compare yourself to anybody else in this yes. gym. Do not, compa- do not compare their chapter 8, 10, yep. 12, 50 to your chapter 1, page 1. You Ooh, cannot girl, do it. Yes. If you do that, you're going to crush yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to be so bad on yourself. You cannot do that. This is your journey, your story, your day one. Right. Take it at that. And, you know, just let them know you're here for them, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. that's awesome. That is awesome. I wish you were my coach. Although I love my coach. <laughs> hey, coach Curtis. Um, <laughs> shout out to CrossFit Laurel. Um, so you mentioned a little bit about, um, um, you know, kind of like what to eat, you know, after you uh, do a while, whatever. So for yourself personally, like, do you ascribe to a particular way of eating or diet or anything like that? Or like, do you count macros? Like, what is your, how do you fuel yourself? Um, I do not do anything mm-hmm. that has the word diet in it. Okay. So the and most, you know, and I hate that because I, I couldn't, I was thinking yeah. not of a diet, but like how do right. you eat? But that's right. the only word I could think right. of. <laughs> the diet, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, like your diet, like your daily, you know, how your yeah. daily 
exactly. take what you eat. But, you know, and I'm saying this for, you know, other, you know, women who feel like they have to be on a quote unquote diet. When I, I'm talking about diet in the terms of um, a way of eating that restricts, restricts calories, that right. re- not restricts certain things. Right, 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 right. Um, right. So, uh, because for me, what I found, and Beachbody taught me this, when you mm-hmm. put too much on a person at once, and I, this is more for the newer athlete yeah. who, who, who hasn't fallen in love with fitness yet and hasn't, who right. isn't self-disciplined and committed yet. So mm-hmm. when you take a person like, okay, I want you to work out five days a week and I need you to change everything you eat. Right. That right. can be overwhelming. That can be too much. That literally can be asking too much for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and depending on that person's personality, mm-hmm. uh, it can lead them to develop a really bad relationship with food. Like, right. oh my God, like I'll, I'll have girls who come in and it'll be like, oh, I ate a donut. Oh, mm. I'm like, girl, was it good? Right. Did <laughs> you, you bring know? me one? Right. You're <laughs> like, oh, that just feels so bad. And I'm like, it's all. Oh. I said, one, a donut is not going to crush you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, not eating a donut for one week is not going to make you. Eating one donut one day is not going to break you. It's okay. Right. So for right. me, I have that relationship where I don't ever want to feel guilty about Mm-hmm. Anything I eat. So, but what I make sure that I do is I have to have enough protein. Mm-hmm. I've got to get it. I know I need a lot. Yeah. I have to, and I don't care after if I get it, you know, drinking a shake. And I still drink, even though I don't do beach body more, I still drink Shakeology. It's the best mm-hmm. meal replacement supplement on earth to me mm-hmm. because of, you know, the health benefits. It keeps right. me healthy as well as gives, gives me all my vital nutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, eat a lot of meat. I, I'm mm-hmm. a meatitarian. I mm-hmm. love meat. Mm-hmm. And, so I do, uh, it will be, my day will basically kind of be a 70, 30, 60, 40 split between, you know, the 60 or 70 being great things, complex, mm-hmm. complex carbohydrates, the great lean protein, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a fruit when I can, I love fruit mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. uh, and having a donut, eating a, yeah. eating a honey bun. I'm a, I am a cookie donut honey bun, that type of girl. Those were, yeah, I'm not big on candy, but those are my things, but I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll have that stuff. I'll, I may have a bowl of cereal, which is, uh, I went years without eating cereal, Mm -hmm. not because I was restricting myself. I just, I I just went to oatmeal and stopped eating cereal. But girl, once you go and, oh, it's, it's fabulous, but don't eat it every day. Don't eat it every day. You know, just don't. And I, you know, I tell new girls that I have, we have a girl now who's in need of losing a hundred plus pounds. Mm-hmm. And you know she's doing great, and she's in this for her health. She doesn't have a right. goal weight, which is I right. love not having a goal weight. But she's trying to be healthier. And the first, you know, told, the first thing I told her about eating better is I need you to pick one vice mm-hmm. and cut that shit down. Mm-hmm. And hers was like sweet tea, juices, sodas, the sweet drinks. Right, right, right. I was like, okay, I need you to start. You know, when you instead of getting a forty ounce Dr Pepper, whatever it is you drink. I need you to get the little one, and I need you to start tasting it. Mm. And and mm. And, as, and 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 when I mean tasting it, I mean I'm talking about take take you a gulp, take you another gulp, open that bitch up, and pour it out, yep. and it'll be the, the yep. feeling of getting rid of it is so empowering. Mindfulness. Yes. When I lost my when I lost seventy pounds, I lost seventy pounds three times mm-hmm. and gained mm-hmm. it back. But the last time I lost it, I, that's what that's the only thing that I did that was majorly different is I stopped drinking sodas like that, but I never have never stopped tasting them. Right. 
<laughs> right, right. So, and I, I've always read like, you know, with a lot of things after the first couple of bites or forkfuls, get that's rid really of all it. it takes anyway. Your your brain's already satiated, right. satiated, so you don't really need the rest of right. it. Right. And when, and when so. women say, oh, but I can't, I'm like, shut up. Yes, you can. You just don't want to. Right. And that's okay. When you right. when you replace I can't with I don't want to, oh, you start checking yourself then. It's not you're, a priority. Right. Absolutely. You're being you're being real with yourself now. Yep. Yeah, but nobody wants to say, I, I don't want to. Just like a woman say, Oh, I can't work out, I'm too busy. That's okay. You just don't want to. I've right. had I've had friends and women get mad at me for saying that. I'm like, I'm just telling the truth, you just don't want to. Exactly. They don't I said but nobody wants to say that right to themselves. So right. it's it's, it's whole this this whole journey. Yeah, eating, eating better, fitness is all about being a hundred percent real with yourself. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yep. and checking yourself Absolutely. on your own bullshit. It is. Yep. That's whoo child. You ain't. Mm, yeah. We're full of that. it. We're full of it. We have, we have people in med school at, at our gym, you know, mm-hmm. people are med mm-hmm. school. We, we've had people who are, who are attorneys that they're, you know, practicing now, but in law school in their final years, yep. you know, that stuff is busy, you know, yeah. busy, yeah. busy. Who will yeah. make time? And like, I always say, you know, and I had to say for myself, you make time for the things you want to make time for. You point do. Point, period. That's you it. Do. That's all it is. You make it, everything's a conscious choice. So if I get up and say, you know, well, I can't work out today because blah 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 blah, is it that you can or you just don't want to? And right. that's okay too. Like you said, it is. I'm just tired. I'm like, fuck it. I'm tired. I'm sleeping in, and it's fine. You right. Know? But I think, like you said, you you got to start being real with yourself in order to make the changes that you want to see in your life. And that's in all aspects, really. It is. I mean, that's it fitness is. or your pr- profession, relationships, girl, everything. Everything. So. It's like the people who say, oh, I don't have time to work out. I'm like, we have, I'm like, you know, we got five and 6 a.m. classes. Oh Listen. gosh, I don't want to get up at 5 a.m. Well, that's it. That's the thing. You, right. It's not, it's not that you don't have time. You don't want to get up. You don't early. want to. Ah, and then you leave them with that and walk away. They may be a yeah. little salty with you, you know, right there. But it, hey, it's okay. They'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it's it's imp- and it's also really great to start doing that to set boundaries. You know, to yep. to, to set those healthy boundaries. Like, you know what? I no, I just don't want to do this, and that's okay. And, and right. understanding that it's okay to say no, you know, right. to whatever. So yeah, and, and I do and, it. And I think and, and, people- and we're. We're famous black women. We are notorious for not doing that and and not right. taking putting ourselves first. You know, so yeah. I'm really glad that you said that. Nobody's okay important. if I'm not okay. Nobody underneath me that I want Girl. to take care of and want to love. None of them are okay if I'm not okay. Exactly. You know, exactly. and I mean, I've heard you know that women deal with the um, guilt. Yep. Of uh, not being with their children, mm-hmm. especially little children, because they need to go work out, which, you know, CrossFit is great for that, if they, especially if the child can't walk, because then they, you know, they can't be right. running around and getting in the way of the barbell. Exactly. If that child can't walk, yeah, bring them. Tell right. them, bring them. But they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, bring them. You, you can know? sit them right there in that little car seat, yep. and they'll be, you know, put them right next to you. It's totally fine. But there, there's always this guilt of, oh, but, you know, my kids, I'm like, look, the happier you are, and this is going to make you happy, the happier, the happier they are. they'll be. Come on Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Listen, a, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody, nobody happy. Nobody. nobody. You know, so I, I mean, and how I do you, pre- how do you, and if you're, and to me, you know, taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, everything. How do I pass that on to my children oh, that I'm not doing yes. something for myself? You know what I'm saying? Because you they get, they're it. not dumb. You know, you, right. you have a, uh, a 10 year old, 19 year old girl and you know, she sees you 
hurting and struggling right. every day because you can't breathe good. Right. Everything hurts on you. Da da da. Whatever. But you're trying to tell her to love herself and love her body and take care of herself and do this and that and go be active and play sports. The best way to instill that in them is to do something yourself. Model it. You got to Yeah. Because they don't, don't listen to what we say, but they damn sure watch well, what we do. Right? They damn sure watch what we do. They sure do. They Ooh. do, girl. Yes, girl. So given that, you actually bring up a really interesting point um, that I wanted to ask you about. So, you know, like I said, um, you know, I, I kind of, I, I found CrossFit and, and I think for, as with most things, it takes a little while for you to like find a box or find a place where you're going to be comfortable. Right. And, you know, I live in a very um, non-melanated area. Mm. So, and the CrossFit boxes around me were, were very reflective of that. And I just never felt comfortable or at home or whatever. And right. I found a box that was actually owned by two black guys and, you know, wow. it's very multi- girl, yes. What? And it's very multicultural and I love it. Um, Aside from that, what are some of the barriers you think there are that there are not more black folk or black women doing CrossFit? I mean, obviously, I think, you know, that that demographic can be challenging. You know, is it the monetary aspect? Like, what do you think it is and what what do you think we can do to improve that? Right. Okay. I definitely don't think it's monetary. I think the shock of it when they hear the prices Mm -hmm. that compared to what they're used to. Okay. That okay. Can, that can that can make it seem like it's monetary, but when we when individually as people, you know, when we look at what we spend, what we blow, that's true. And again, all, it's priorities. Almost, right. Yeah. Almost anybody can afford it. You know, sometimes yeah. you know, if you really want to do something, sometimes you have to cut some other shit out that's not necessary. Right. And right. I mean, I did that to make it happen. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I had to do. But yeah. um really what that comes down to, I had a conversation with one of my friends at the gym today about this. And I was telling her, you know, uh this is something that white people don't ever experience unless you mm-hmm. live in a majority black right. area, which is, mm-hmm. you know, not very many of them is right. that when every, when you look around you, everywhere you go, everything is for you yes. your whole life. Like you, yes. you don't ever, you don't ever have that feeling of seeing something being like, oh, maybe that's not for, for me. me. And you that assume is it's for you, <laughs> right? You assume it's, 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 it's for you because you see yourselves and all yep. the people that are doing it, yep. what, whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's right. not like that for us. We have the questions of are, you know, what are they going to think of me? How are they right. going to treat me? Are right. there any racist assholes there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously. We, and yeah. she's like, Oh my gosh. I, I was just like, I never thought about that. I was like, of course right, not. Right. I said, privilege. Of course, <laughs> right. Right. And they don't understand that privilege doesn't mean, Oh, you get more stuff. Right. It means, you know, right. you're exempt from, yes the negatives that we have to deal with. But anyway, yes. um, I said, that's the thing. I said, me growing up, you know, where I did and how I did, I grew up um, three minutes outside the Air Force Base, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. has always, always been very, very diverse. Mm-hmm. Very, mm-hmm. very diverse. So I grew up in a, a, a pretty diverse, you know, area, pretty diverse area. Right. So I was always around you know, black, like the cheer, my cheerleading squad in high school was all white, but my basketball team was majority black. You know, it was mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, yeah. It was it, it was a nice mix compared right. to you know a lot of a lot of areas. Right. So I fortunately didn't, you know, didn't have that barrier of mm-hmm. this is not for me. Right. But I do always had the mind frame of oh gosh. Am I gonna have to check somebody if somebody gonna say something stupid? Right, you right, know, right? Yep. I do, I You're do, always on guard. I do, yeah, I do. Guard. I do have that guard. But yeah. what I found in CrossFit, and not just with my gym, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, any gyms that I've visited to that I've been to, that is, even though it's majority white and it is, it's very white. It mm-hmm. is. The issues of having to deal with, you know, not feeling like I belong. Right. Uh, they nip that in the bud. And I don't, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's because they're trying. I think it's the type of person that, the type of people that are involved in CrossFit. Right. It, the common ground of loving the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Brings everyone together and people mm-hmm. look past everything. I was like, we have gays, straights. Ev- I mean, mm-hmm. everybody gets treated based upon how you treat everyone else. Right. And also what I love about it is the, th- the thing that, the thing that makes that, you know, less of, less of a factor is because your know, CrossFit gyms are privately owned and it, and it's a, it's a community. People right. talk to each other and interact with each other. So if you have assholes in your gym who are racist assholes or you're going to find out pretty quickly, <laughs> you're going to find out real quick and that it, and you can tell, and they can be told, Hey, you're not welcome here. Right. Bye. Right. Get out. Yeah. Right. So yeah. unlike a regular gym where people don't interact with each other and you can hear these things going on and nobody will say anything. Right. You know, they may right. go post it on the internet or go tell their friends, no, at a CrossFit gym, that shit's going to get talked about. You know, yeah. you may get checked right there on the spot. Really? Right. Really? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Facts. I haven't felt that, but the reason why more uh, people of color aren't involved, people of color in our country anyway, because as we know, you know, in other countries, you know, yeah. they're getting down, but right. people of color in America aren't doing it is because of representation. They Mm -hmm. don't see it enough. Mm -hmm. They don't. Mm -hmm. They don't see us enough. Representation matters for us. It it is very, it's a very, very big deal. I was telling her, my friend at the gym today, it's like, it, it takes something like black kids seeing Heathcliff Huxtable on TV, being a doctor for them to think they can be a doctor because when we were little going to the doctor, there were none, you know, and it takes that. And, it, and that mm-hmm. comes from back in the day, you know, from my grandparents, yep. you know, being told you couldn't be one. Right. And that, and we pass and those beliefs are passed on. Oh, why yep. don't you go just do this? Because yeah, you're not going to be welcome. If you try right. to be a lawyer or doctor, yeah, they're not going to welcome you. You're going to have two hours right. of time. Just, just go, go be in the military. You know what I'm saying? Right. Something like right. that. So yeah. it's, it's the representation. And yeah. unfortunately it's going to take for, for it to, you know, blow up in our community for more black athletes, athletes to get involved in this it's literally going to take some Mm well-known person to get involved with it Mm -hmm. and do very well yeah and maybe several of them it will it will and and i mean but we spread it you know with us like you me every all of us women who who post about it you know we're we're a part of that and they need to know that every time they share what they're doing and their love for crossfit they are and hopefully in some way inspiring somebody else. other people of, uh, yeah, of color to, to get involved. So, I mean, I remember the first time I watched the games and saw Elizabeth Akinwale. And I mean, yeah. when I tell you my jaw hit the floor, yeah. I mean, I was literally like a starstruck little girl and I was a grown ass woman, but I was right. like, what is this queen and what is she right. doing? Like, that's what really got me, like, you know, really invested in it. Like, okay, I need to figure this out because who is that and what is happening? And she is smoking everybody up in these games and what is going on? Right. So, you know. And it I takes mean, I, that. I, and it's not yeah. that we, it's not, a, it's just, it, it, it's, it's, it's part of being a minority. You yeah. know, we yeah. seeing someone else do something. Yep. And be good at it. 
Yeah. It makes us think, oh my gosh, well, hey. Maybe I could. <laughs> right. Just like for me seeing Greg being, you know, he's a yep. white man. You know, right. we have nothing right. in common when you, uh, on the outside when you first look at us, except for we're both giant people. Right. Right. And right. our age. And yeah. if I would have never met him, I would not be doing this now. Exactly. You know, exactly. I, that that representation for me yeah. is what did it for me because I didn't know any black people right. doing it. You know, right. I didn't know anybody doing it. So it is the definitely the representation. It yeah. really, it really, really does matter because, hey, this is, hey, really, we're built for this. Absolutely. <laughs> and, when, and when black people figure that out, I mean, it's, Girl, it's, it's really on. <laughs> absolutely. It's so on. It is. It is. They just don't know yet. You know, I mean, when we show up, we show out each yeah. and every time. I mean, yes, yeah. the sport doesn't matter. Power lifting. Right. The sport doesn't matter. Or strongman. There was a, a young woman actually, I guess last weekend, she basically, uh, she won the title of world's strongest woman. You know, the sister like just came wow. on the scene and just, just dro- dropped the glitter, black girl magic and was like, boom, I'll take that. Thank you very much. Okay. You know, so, and I think like you said, it's just that one, we just need to see that one person to go. Hmm. Right. It's just like swimming, like uh, in the Olympics, the Summer Olympics, when you saw that black girl, I'll forget where she, never seen that in my life. Yep. And it it made me think, and I was like, and I got a little salty because I was like, man, how come when I was in, right, exactly, if I had known. Nobody ever told, (laughs) nobody ever suggested that I swim. They were like, you need to play basketball. Right. Nobody, (laughs) man, you know, and just like, you got to think about like, look what Simone has done for gymnasts. All these little black girl gymnasts now, all these little, there's, Gymnastic classes on my Facebook that, you know, all these yeah. little black girls, these women taking their little black girls to gymnastics. Yeah. That and just tennis. didn't just happen. Yeah. That, right. Right. Look, Same I, thing I, with Serena's, what Serena's done for tennis. And it representation matters and it matters. It, 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 it matters so much it for really us. Does. It, does. it really does. And so Not I just yet. hope we get more and more and more of it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Hopefully. So what made you, um, what motivated you? So you, you know, you started in CrossFit, you fell in love, you doing the damn thing. What motivated you, motivated you to become, um, certified as a coach? Well, I, I didn't, you know, going into it, doing CrossFit, I never, I didn't ever think, you know, oh, I want to be a coach. I want to be a coach. It was two of my coaches. And two mm-hmm. of the owners of our gym, Greg and Gina, came to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and told me how, you know, they love how they they see uh, what I'm doing for other girls. Like the things that they teach me because I'm the one, I'm asking 50 questions. Right. Okay. And not only right. am I asking 50 questions, I'm in your inbox. I'm going to text you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you a video that I found on Instagram and ask you about this. Should I be doing this? Da, 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 da. Right. I'm right. getting all the info all the time to learn and whatever I need to learn. And mm-hmm. when I learn something immediately, whatever made it click for me, whatever, I'm immediately going to pass that on to someone else. Right. And I just enjoy doing that. I, 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 I get a helper's high, you mm. know, from uplifting someone I else. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I want them to feel what I felt when I got right. it, you know? Right. I love and, it. uh, and they saw that and they came to me and suggested it to me. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah okay you know like right. yeah, i'm totally i'm totally down for it and i was nervous because mm-hmm. you know uh you want to be respected and mm-hmm. and and, and, I, and i don't think it's just in crossfit but in, fit, in fitness general like right. the people you are leading uh there's two types of people when you lead them there are those who will listen to you and respect you because of your position 
Mm-hmm. And there are the others who will listen and respect because of what you've shown you can do. Mm, okay. Right. And so, and I couldn't do it. And I'm like, I can't do everything. There's so much that I can't do, right, right. you know? And they were like, don't worry about that. You know, don't worry about that. You will, you will. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And so, you know, coaching has made me want to do even better and be mm-hmm. even better. Like I don't have any aspirations of going to the games and being, you know, a games athlete. I just mm-hmm. love to be better. I don't want to suck at anything I do. Right. It doesn't matter right. what it is. If I'm yep. cleaning my car, I'm not going to suck at cleaning my car. Right. You know, so <laughs> I want anything I do. I want to be good at it. Right. So, right. And being able to pass that on mm-hmm. and, you know, having struggled learning things and learn, you know, I've learned so much about body mechanics and how, you know, what, what we do, you know, how we're made, you know, affects, you know, what we look like when we do what we do, you know, being able to pass that on, you know, to other people and, you know, being a different voice. Cause we have some coaches who are very technical, you know, and I'm not, (laughs) I'm trying to, I've tried to, you know, explain things in a way that, you know, works for me. Well, and then also right. it's based on who I talk to. If, I, if I'm talking yeah. to somebody who I know will get the techno, technical aspect of it, I try to tell them that way. But if not, I'm like, look, really, this is what you need to do. You know? Yeah. So PTP is one of my favorite terms for CrossFit mm-hmm. and it's, mm-hmm. it's pop that. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So <laughs> also known as violent hip extension. <laughs> right. And, so, and let me tell you, and that's what it got for me. I didn't make PTP up. Somebody said right. it to me. So right, they would always right. tell me, you need to fully extend. And I'm like, am I not doing that? What, what am I missing with this? I'm like, <laughs> and I literally had a girl tell me, girl, you need to PTP. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Why did anybody <laughs> say that? You know? And like, I'll tell guys sometimes I'm teaching them to fully extend, you know, on a clean, just a regular hip clean. Yeah. I'm like, now I need you to impregnate the barbell. You right, know, and right. they're like, oh, okay. Teabag it, baby. Teabag it. Right, I need you. So, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, I haven't, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, different, you know, in that kind of way, but it's, yeah. Coaching is definitely, definitely super fun, uh, super fulfilling, especially when you can help somebody, you know, get their first pull up, get their first handstand right. push up, get their, you know, get their double unders, being, doing that. That is so fulfilling you know it do you is. think coaching has made you a better athlete oh yeah yeah oh yeah for sure How so oh for sure for sure for sure because i used to be that girl that took five 30 second breaks a workout but i thought they were 30 second breaks in my mind but they're really like two minutes <laughs> yeah but I now attacked i feel attacked <laughs> right but now especially i'm you know i want to lead from the front like there's right. no way i'm because i'm i'm gonna tell my athletes look Anything over 10 seconds, 10 to 15 seconds is not going to help you. It's not going to help you. Right. It, it, I Bullshit. mean, <laughs> right. We think because we think it is. I'm like, and I have to, I have to remind yeah. them, you're not going to catch your breath in right. the middle of a wad. You, you're right. gonna, that's, that's not going to happen. You just need to take a few breaths and get back at it. But when I tell them that I need to be able to do that too. Yeah. So, and yeah. it has made me totally mm. a better athlete. Damn. It makes, it's I made like me that. pay a lot more attention to my form and technique and how I do right. things instead of just right. getting it done. You know, Damn, girl, you snatch my edges because I'm quick to sit down on the on the ball after doing some wall ball. <laughs> no, Damn. no, and, like my, and, and it's everything and everything I tell them. And I'm I'm fortunate to have such great coaches. Like yeah. they were on my ass. And they, you know, coach. Yeah. There's some people in class that you cannot be on their ass. It's not helping. 
you know, right. but I'm one right. of those people. If you're on my ass, I'm like, okay. All right, so like Jay right. pick up the bar. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Jay, you need to get back to work. Okay. And like, I used to put the bar down and walk away. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know how you, I'm doing my rest. I'm tired. I will put it down and I will go for a walk, girl. Girl, but I, I would be go. Put, for, I be putting chalk on my hands ever so slowly. Girl, get the chalk and then I'd walk away and be like, no, Jay, stay on the bar. Stay on the bar. And so, and I'm, and I do that now. Like if yeah. I come off the bar for pull-ups, I step down, I may walk. I may take a step through to the other side of the bar, step mm-hmm. back up, you know, jump back. But, you know, doing coaching helps you to right. you know, be a better athlete right. because you feel like even if they're not paying attention, you, you, in your mind, they are. They're watching and I want to, and I want to lead from the front. I'm not going to be the best athlete in the gym, you know, right. and I, and I know this, but I can be better every day right. and I can be about what I talk about. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can do that. I can, I can, that's the least I can do is be about what I talk about. Right. And, and lead from the front and hope, you know, set, you know, a good example. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to switch gears just a little bit because okay. um, you mentioned you're a mommy Yeah, um, and you've got three kids. And, you know, I think, again, one of the things, especially for, for black women, is figuring out that balance of, you know, putting yourself first enough to kind of take care of your needs and also the needs of your family, your kids and everything else. So, like, what are your best practices for balancing you know, your coaching, your own training and, and being a mom to three kids. I don't worry about it. Okay. Um, so okay. yeah, that, that, that is, the, that, that's the, you know, the realness of it. There are, uh, times where, uh, if my daughter, when she was in high school, you know, had something come up, something going on mm-hmm. that there was literally one time to where she was on homecoming, which mm. I didn't know about till, mm-hmm three weeks before homecoming. Right. And I had already committed to going to a competition mm-hmm. out of town. I mean, in mm-hmm. another state being on a team. Right. Right. And you, you know, a lot of, you know, people may look at that like, Oh, you go, you go to that homecoming. Mm-hmm. I did not. Mm-hmm. I needed mm-hmm. to do this for me. My daughter had been on homecoming two years in a row. Right. It was, you know, yes, it's a moment. Yes. It's a memory. I had a friend there whose daughter was also on homecoming filmed it for me, took pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel guilty mm-hmm. for one second. My daughter wasn't mad at me for mm-hmm. one second because I'm like, you know, not only do I live with them and see them every day, right, right. this one memory of, you know, her 20 minutes on the football field is not going right. to make or break my right image of a mother in her mind. And if that right. does for any woman, then what, the foundation that you built with this child, what have, what have you, you know, right. you have none, you know? Right. So, and it's totally okay. Because mm-hmm. if I would have been at work and had to go to work, oh, that'd have been okay. You right. know, right. but, uh, but uh, there's someone who will probably think, oh no, that's, you know, that's bad. No, not to me. You know, I handle my business, what I need to handle for myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm there for my kids, if there's some kind of uh, scheduling issue yeah. or whatever, 99.9 times, you know, not nine, 99.9% of the time, I'm going to go and do, you know, handle my business with my child, right, you know, and do right. whatever I need to do with them or for them. Mm-hmm. But the consistent process, the consistent journey of taking care of myself and doing this for myself for my sanity is never, I'm, I'm never going to dull that down. Right. 
I, 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 I can't. I don't want to be, you know, just being there does is I don't define just being there as being right. a good parent. Right. Right. You know, because there's right. a lot of parents who are just there. Yep, like I'm talking about there. in the same room. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that that is it's what you do when you're there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I know. Um, and I think this is, you know, it's particularly poignant that you say that about, you know, always sort of consistently, you know, taking care of yourself and doing what you need to do to make sure that you're the best mom that you can be. I know one of your one of your kids has special needs. Yeah. And I'm sure that that, you know, is an added layer of. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Of, of interestingness in your life. And oh, my so, gosh. Yes. You know, I, I wonder, like, did you ever sort of, you know, once. Because I'm not sure if he's, that's the youngest, your youngest yes, child. the baby, yeah. So, yeah, so did you have those moments of, 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 of doubt about kind of, you know, or guilt and taking care of yourself because of, you know, his needs being different than your other kids or like, were right. you able to kind of be consistent across the board? Like, you know what, it's even more important now that I take care of myself so I can give him what he needs. Yes, the latter, because mm-hmm. like even when I was working out here at home mm-hmm. in my garage, I'd mm-hmm. be like, Cameron, Colin, watch your brother. I'm going to work right. out. Don't don't right, let right, him come right. out here. And you yeah. know, and I don't put a lot on them as far as watching him. Mm. I'm like, it's mm. an hour. You know, watch. Right. Don't let him come out here. I, I even you know having a child with special needs, a child with autism. I, mm-hmm. It's even more important for me to work yes. out. I yes. need this one thing that's just mine. Right. Um, because with, with Max, everything is Maxwell's. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> everything, exactly. Everything is about Maxwell. He doesn't right. understand it any other way. Right. Uh, everything. Everything is about him when you're home. Everything's mm-hmm. about him. Everything is for him. And, you know, I'm totally fine with that. That is my yeah. baby, and I baby yeah. him, and he's spoiled, and <laughs> and it, 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 he is. But I have one thing yeah. that is just yeah. all mine. He's not yep. there. He's mm-hmm. not. And he, But if I did want him to be there, that would be... You know, if it was if I was okay with him being there, that right. would be totally fine with the gym, yeah. which I another thing that I love. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, it, it's even more necessary because I'm in you know some Facebook groups that are you know all autism parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the level of stress is, mm. and I feel them. You know, yeah. there's like because you know no yeah. no child no two children with autism are alike. Right. It's always right. different, right. and they go through things that I'm just like. You know, the, my, Max's worst um, thing is very high anxiety. Mm, I mean, to the okay. point of pulling his hair out, to mm-hmm. punching holes in walls. I mean, he's mm-hmm. 14, but he's six feet tall, two, mm. two, 20, 230, yeah. Um, yeah. punching holes in the wall, hitting me when he has mm-hmm. his anxiety attacks. Like, he cannot help it. He's raging. Right. right. And he's going, has the hormones, you know, he's a teenager yeah. now. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, with the, but I've seen, you know, stories of parents who have so much worse going on. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I can't, yeah. I would have to, I would have to have this even more, you right. know, somehow, right. some way, uh, you know, and I'm fortunate not to have a nine to five. Like it would be, mm-hmm. it, things would be different if. Yeah, true. It true. would, it would, I, but, I, but, I, but there was a time with mm-hmm. Max having autism that I did have yeah. a nine to five and I still made it work. Right. You know, I wasn't right. doing CrossFit, but I was still working out. Right. five to six days a week. Yeah. And it has, it makes so much of a difference mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. how you feel, how you feel about yourself, because how you feel about yourself reflects on, you know, your child, if you're super stressed, you're going right. to eventually take that off, take that out of yeah. your child. If you're super yeah. stressed from work and just day to day life, 
Right. You are going to take that out on your child. Yeah. And you know, and special like needs you are not. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's 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 not right. It's not okay. You know, and, you need to I handle that. I think it's awesome that, you know, your your kids, you know, Max included, get to see you modeling, you know what? You know, we we all have challenges in life. We all have things that we have to deal with, but you find a way to make it work. Like I think there's no yeah. better way to you know, tell your children that then to demonstrate that to them. So, you know, that's, I think that's amazing, you know, and like I said, I just, I'm glad that you, you know, articulated that because I think again, so many times as moms, you know, we get that, that guilt, either it's self imposed or from society saying, yeah, all you are is a mom. Like you, you, right. have, you are nothing beyond that. And so your world has to be contained within that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've gotten the side eyes. I've gotten the, you know, you're not there yep. in the morning when your son goes to school. Nah, cause I'm in the gym. He gets his behinds up. He dresses yeah. himself. He makes his lunch. He gets himself to the bus stop. He's fine. He'll be all right. Right. You know? um, and I think it's really important that we, you know, model that for our kids. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I really commend you on that. I, I can't imagine how challenging that is, but you know, you, you seem like you're handling like a champ. So, you know, kudos to you, sis. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so you. But I, I, I wanted to ask you just a couple of random questions, just some fun stuff before okay. we finish up here. Um, so, oh, well, sort of aside from that, so aside from like working out and, you know, how, how do you self-care? Like what types of things do you do? I really like <laughs> to sit and it may be, I may be on my phone. I may be uh -huh. watching TV, but, and not talk to anyone. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> I could be reading. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. just me. And I, that happens on, you know, Sundays. Mm -hmm. I, I get mm -hmm. some hours of that, nice. you know, and I could get with, and that is Max. When Max can get preoccupied long enough mm -hmm, to give mm -hmm. me my space, and mm -hmm. he does, he'll go mm -hmm. in his room and he'll be on his YouTube, mm -hmm, you know, watching mm -hmm. Dora the Explorer or whatever. And he's, <laughs> he has a few cartoons that he's really into. It's all little baby cartoons, but it's right, so right. cute um, yeah. that he's really into. And he'll be so, there'll be times where he'll go hours and won't mm. bother me. There's no anxiety okay. attack. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, which, you know, I have him on, you know, medication now, and he's, yeah, and he's, uh, I just started uh, CB, CBD oil. CBD oh, CBD okay. Girl. Girl. Really? Yes. No THC in it. Doesn't make him high, but I, he's been on it about a week and uh, amazing. Anyway. And you've already seen a different interest. Girl, within, okay. when, he, when he's having a full-blown anxiety attack within yeah. five, it's less than five minutes. Within three, two to three minutes, he calms down. It's been wow. so helpful. Anyway, but that's, mm -hmm. that's taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes... I'll sneak and ride. Like when I do have a couple hours before I have to go get Max, mm -hmm. I will just drive and listen to music. Mm. What do you like? My to daughter to? sometimes will text me and be like, you know, where are you at? I'll be like, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm working. No, I'm right. riding. I am I'm riding by myself, listening to music, but, do, but being, I like to be by myself. Uh, every once in a while, you know, I like to catch lunch, you know, with a friend or whatever. Yeah. I don't go out much. It's mm -hmm. very seldom mm -hmm. I go out, but Part of the self-care is yeah. just n n relaxing my brain. <laughs> yeah. What 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 kind of music? What do you like to listen to? Oh, girl, I'm so versatile. You would be so surprised. <laughs> you would be so anything. Like my, I, oh, girl, I have a favorites playlist that is uh -huh. anything. I have everything from Winona Judd. 
I was gonna say I know you to, like country music. <laughs> to, I, well, I like I like late eighties, early nineties country music. Prefer okay. that's what I prefer. Mm-hmm. I like the you know the young Garth Brooks, Winona yeah, yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it could be anything from Winona to Celine. I love Celine Dion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To uh, uh, Anita Baker. I love Anita Baker. See, girl, I'm going, I go everywhere. Oh, yes. Yes. That's what I'm talking you, about. Yeah. It's, it's everywhere with it. So, I mean, it's some of it's some of everything. The only things that are, you know, excluded. I don't like death metal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm not into. Uh, there's very few of the new hip hop that I'm into. Very little yeah. of it. I mean, yeah. if it's got a good beat, you know, I may, you know, work out to it, but I won't right. really listen to it. But right, 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 right. Yeah. So it's some of everything, girl. What's your favorite treat meal? Like if you're going to just totally just treat yourself and go all out, what, girl, are, I treat what are you going to have? Every day. Um, <laughs> I do. I mean, because when I eat, girl, like I'm, I'm not a person when the food, when I, when the food is ready, I start dancing. Right, right, you right, know, right, I'm right. one of them. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. girl, I love to eat, but Nasty, sloppy food, just cheat meal. I'll go to Five Guys. Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> the cheeseburger like is my favorite food. I like it. I, I, like I it. love the cheeseburger. I mm-hmm. love a good cheeseburger, but that Five Guys burger, I love. Mm, that. I love okay, that. Okay, that's just Which, one. That's just one of the things that I'll treat with. But <laughs> I love it. There's, there's what's many. Your, um, what's your least favorite wad? Which one? Murph. Ah. Girl, you ain't said nothing but a word. <laughs> I'm a 190 pound woman doing all body weight movements mm, mm, for mm. an hour, an hour and a half. That mean, yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, that's not, that's not a good time for me. S- say no more, fam. And, and Murph is one of those things you can't cheat your way through it. You can't, you can't uh, use. Um, uh, not friction. What's up? What, uh, momentum. You just right. got to suffer. <laughs> you just got to right. suffer. <laughs> right. I'm just, yeah, it's bad. It's, it's going to be, I didn't have to think about that. You just Lamarf. <laughs> right. Exactly. I was like, I didn't even get the question out. Um, let's see what, um, what was I going to ask? Oh, so what TV theme song would best describe you? Oh God. I don't know. Uh, that could be something I have to think about. I have no idea. I have oh gosh. Think about it. I I don't know. I, I really can't I, I I don't know. All right, I'll let you I'll let you pass on that. One. Yeah, you gotta um, let me pass on. I really have no idea. I'm sitting here thinking, I have no idea. What book have you read that has had the most influence on you or changed your life? And why? I don't think I've read a book that actually changed my whole life, but influenced <laughs> and made me really think is the 15 invaluable laws of growth by John C. Maxwell. Oh, I like that. Okay. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me? Hello. Oh, Ooh, hello. 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 Did, did I lose you? Okay. Am I back? Can I hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Sorry. Yes. Ooh, what 15, happened? I, I think I, I, I don't know. I don't know. My, my plug came out. Of my oh, Lord. Okay. Sorry, so sorry. 15. That's okay. 15 laws of. The 15 invaluable laws of growth by John C. Maxwell. Oh, that is a book okay. that really made me think about myself mm-hmm. a lot and like what the things that I do and why I do the things that I do. And it's, it's a, it's a good read. Okay. Um, and then do you have any, where do you see yourself in five years with CrossFit or otherwise? As far as CrossFit, still doing it. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you do you compete at all now, or just? Oh, I do. I do local competitions. Yeah, for sure. I'm okay. doing one in January. I just did one, you know, a few months ago. But yeah. Oh. Okay. In, oh yeah. I'm totally down to do a local okay. comp. You know. Oh yeah. Right. Whenever. Yeah. I've, I've cool. probably done. I've done CrossFit two and a half years, and I've probably done ten comps. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm okay. all. I'm all about like those. Yeah. I like it. Um, what advice would today's Jade give 13 year old Jade? Oh my gosh. So, so much advice. (laughs) Give me, give me three things she would tell her. Three things. Maybe one would be don't date, don't date that guy. (laughs) Girl. Right? Look, that's my number one through 10 on my list. (laughs) Then don't date that guy. No, I'm just Uh kidding. Uh, Right, right, right. uh, Three things that you, I would tell myself. Yeah. Start saving money now. I like it. Okay. For sure. Start saving Mm -hmm. money now. Mm-hmm. Don't cut your hair. <laughs> <laughs> leave leave your head alone. I like it. Okay. Those are all When you're best. 18, you're gonna want to get this tattoo. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. It's girl. gonna end up looking like I don't know what this is. And no one knows what this is on my arm. <laughs> oh my god. Like they make fun of me all the time. Anyway. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, um, it, it it would be you know simple stuff because yeah because really honestly if I would change my path then it, nothing would be like it is now right, so it would, it would be little right. things like that yeah I like it I like it um and then so you know we're we're coming up on the end of the year and people are starting to think about resolutions and yeah in 2019 so what's the one thing you resolve not to do in 2019 oh. Or one of the things. Something I resolved to not do. Yep. I don't know. I've never thought I've never even thought about that. I don't know. Uh girl, you give me some hard ones now. Uh, hey man, I'm just trying to throw a little twist on them. <laughs> right? Don't buy all the fleos, Jay. Damn. Oh girl, kidding. come on now. <laughs> Again, I feel attacked. <laughs> Girl, it's bad. How many pairs? I have 20. I have 20. It's ridiculous. I have 20. At last count, I had about 49 pairs. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) You're kind of goals, though. You know what I'm saying? That don't make no sense. You have 49 pairs of just fleos or booty shorts all together? Just fleos. Oh, my. You have them all girl my husband was like you only got two legs sis what what, what is happening right now girl I'm not even mad at you though because I totally understand because see I would have that many but you know how when you get them sometimes you wear them and you're like I'm not really feeling these you know what I'm saying? yeah I sell mine yeah so, and that's exactly what I'm about to start doing oh, and, and girl. that's not like like they're not 49 pairs that I all like I right, wear all of them right <laughs> that's the sad yeah I so kept I'm the 20 to... that I can't you know I have yeah. 20 that I know I will keep in rotation yeah, but anyway a, yeah I'll exactly resolve to no, I take that back because if the fleos come out, I was like fake news because you know I'm there's having fleos. a sale tomorrow you know? night. So anyway, um, where it happened people... again? Uh oh, are you there? Okay, it happened again. Are you? I'm Uh-oh. back. Are you? Th- okay, yeah. Cool. I keep stretching Ooh. too far from my cord, and it pulls out. 
Girl, see, and this is why this is why I love this podcast because we re- we bow some real shit around here. Yeah, that's how shit goes. That, that's 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 real. But um, yeah. Now, if the Fleo speak to me, I'm gonna buy the Fleo. So that's something Girl. I resolve to not do. Um, to not, you know, um, thing. To not start feeling old and to not let mm. let mm-hmm. my eye of my age because that does get in my way sometimes keep yes. me from doing anything you know yeah. like I yeah yeah like I you know it. even like even get being married one day like mm-hmm. I want to be married yeah. I've just I haven't never been in a hurry right <laughs> right and you don't have to be right well I'm and I'm glad I didn't when I was younger because I didn't know I'm, I'm not the same person right. I would have been divorced several times if I, <laughs> right 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 right. and right. I know that Why? about myself now so that's a good thing but yeah you know it's a it's yeah. a, it's a perception that you know women my age if we're not married something's wrong with us yeah exactly <laughs> something exactly. is wrong with us or we never will be so right. i need to not let that you know i need to keep positive you know thoughts about yes you know may- maybe that that's not like on my list of things i have to do now but right 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 i don't want to let my age or my current situation you know even right. having a special needs child you know a lot yeah. of a lot of single mothers yep with especially children feel like they will never find somebody that will want to be with them because right. of their situation. Right. And I go through that too. I go yeah. through feeling like that too. Like, man, like when it's really bad here, like when it gets yeah. on days, it's really bad. It's like, why would anybody want to put up right. this with me? Why would anybody want to share this with me? Right. But right, right. I know that that is not true. <laughs> exactly. Right. That ha- That is not proven to be true. That's not true. So I can't let that. My situation or my age, right. I cannot let that, I can't speak that into existence to not let that come out of So that's something I resolve to not do. Okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk more offline about that. Girl. Yeah. You know, I'll be trying to find booze for all my all my. Hey! Um, <laughs> <laughs> that might be another episode. Okay. Um, where, where can people find you on the internet? Very simple. Jade Clemens. Mm-hmm. J-A-D-E-C-L-E-M-M-O-N-S. And that's your Instagram and my Facebook. Yeah. Okay. And, and I don't tweet. Um, I haven't got, I don't know. I have a Twitter and I did do it a little bit, but, and I don't Snapchat because it was just, it was too stressful because my daughter's right. friends were all Snapchat. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. You're and like, then, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. And then they, she would come back to me and be like, such and such Snapchat. You're supposed to snap them back. I'm like, I'm not going to be sitting here taking <laughs> pictures of myself all day back and forth. Gonna be snapping with nobody right all day. I don't. I said, why, why? I said, can I just type something? No, you need to send them a snap. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna be. Something? No, that's just too. It's just it's too much. It's too much. I said, oh, no. So all I do is Facebook and I do Instagram. Okay, I like okay. Instagram better, of course. But yeah, 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 yeah. And then what's your what's what's your what's your CrossFit gym? Oh, above and beyond CrossFit in downtown Little Rock. Okay. Yes. Oh, I will yes. definitely add those links. Awesome. Well, Jade, I cannot even begin to tell you what a pleasure this has been. I knew it I would be. I loved it too. I knew it would be, and I knew you would be an amazing person to talk to, but it's, this is just like every episode just so far exceeds my expectations. So thank you so much for taking the time out. Um, I loved I tell, it. Anytime, girl. Well, I was just about to say, I tell all my guests, you know, we black. So once you come once, you are no longer a guest. So right. you have an open invitation to come back anytime you want to talk about something, share what's on your mind, rant and rave, whatever. You just be like, girl, I got some shit I need to say. And we will okay, do another yeah. episode. So thank you again. Uh, thank you to my listeners. You guys are amazing. The support has been amazing. You can find us the uh, 
podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Gotcha. Um, you can find our Instagram at uh, the Chocolate Bar Podcast. Um, Facebook page the same. Um, we have a website now with merchandise. Thank you very much. www.thechocolatebarpodcast.com. Uh, um, thanks again. Happy holidays, everyone. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season and a great new year. And we will see you at the bar. This is Bree signing out. And Jay. Bye, y'all.